1: Guess what, Lions? For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to exclusive bonus audio content and help this program grow by joining the Lions of Liberty Pride. To learn more, head over to lionsofliberty.com/slash support.
2: We met it. We met it when he was shining shoes at a local subway station, and we said, come with
0: us. Hey, you like Liberty? Learn the ways of liberty. What an adventure story that would be.
1: Lines of liberty
2: podcast here's your host your guide your shining beacon of liberty
0: mark claire
1: welcome my friends it is indeed time for another edition of lions of liberty the 331st edition to be exact which means of course you can find today's show notes over at lions slash 331 if i was writing show notes with my hand they'd probably be very sloppily written because i do have a few beers in front of me here because it is time for america's fastest growing unscripted libertarian show that is right it's time for libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor And of course, I mean, I could do the show by myself. It would just be a very sad hour or so of me drinking alone and and going on rants. But I find it's a little more fun when I bring in some friends, some fellow Lions of Liberty. So I'm going to do just that, starting with the host of the now even more controversial than ever electric Liberty Land from just down the street in Culver City. On Culver Boulevard, as a matter of fact, I won't give the number of your, your household, though, just to, to, to let you have a little anonymity. An- 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 that's a hard word to say. Anonymity. An- an- a- Brian McWilliams.
2: Hello. Tune in for the next Electric Liberty Land, where I punch a baby directly in the face. <laughs> for an hour of audio. It's just, just, just an hour as it's as it gets a mushier and mushier sounding. Every All right, every.
1: And I will. I will pause here to. I guess we're not going to pause. I'm going to keep continue talking here about what you're drinking because we are both drinking beers from today's unofficial sponsor. We have a real sponsor you'll hear from later, um, but our unofficial sponsor from Kyle Evans at the Brickstone Brewery Company, who is nice enough to send us a sampling of his beers. I'm currently drinking. Which one do you got? I've got the APA, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly oh, what it's good. called.
2: Good. I'm glad you have the APA because I have the Forbidden Wheat. The Blood Orange Wit is what I'm drinking uh, to start off with. I've got the uh, I've got the APA though in a I, I, in a pot with ice in it. Next did to you learn recording. that
1: from me? Because I've been doing that for years. I did.
2: I took it. I took that lesson to heart because I don't have enough beer koozies to keep. All I've my been doing cold. that
1: since uh, the time that I left the beers in the bathroom, which Lions of Liberty Pride members may have heard on our very first uh, blooper reel that I put out, and only blooper reel because that was really difficult to cut together. But I may do another one. If we can hit the thousand dollar goal, that's my next thing. If we hit the thousand dollar goal, which we are vastly approaching, we'll talk about that
2: more in a minute. I promise you cut another blooper reel of the last year of stuff, which might be difficult. We just need to find an unpaid intern to take over listening and editing blooper reels together. I mean, what more experience do you want? Put it on your resume. You can put it on a college application. You know, you could
1: argue you learn more working for us and learning to do podcast editing than you would at a lot of universities. Strong argument.
2: And you might even become a cryptocurrency. Millionaire, which none of us are, but or become broke for it.
1: Speaking of (laughs) cryptocurrencies, I will now bring in
2: our favorite, (laughs) our
1: resident cryptocurrency uh, fanatic enthusiast, and his name is Howie Snowden. He is the godfather. He is in Leesburg, Virginia. What's up, Howie?
3: I'm just sitting here in Leesburg, not drinking beer from our sponsors since nobody never sent (laughs) it. Behind the scenes drama. Luckily, luckily I had my own. So, but yeah, I've got some uh, Left Hand Brewing Company milk stout nitro. Can't go wrong with that.
2: You can't Unless you don't like milk stout Nitro, nitro nacho. Wow. I always said nacho. Milk stout nachos. <laughs> three minutes
1: in. Soggy already but good. mispronouncing <laughs> multiple words. How strong is this Whitbeer? Okay, I didn't look at my, my percentage. I'll look at that in a minute. But first I want to bring in uh, our last but certainly not least compatriot here. He is uh, – I think it's been a little while since he's actually been on a, a public roundtable show. But he has been a somewhat regular feature on our Conspiracy Corner episodes exclusively for Lions of Liberty Pride members. Don't forget to head on over to lionsofliberty.com slash support to learn more about that. He is from the city of brotherly love. J.B. Lubin,
0: welcome back. Wow. Oh, thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me, guys. It's nice to be back. You know, in the studio sounded like you had a, a mini a orgasm chat. when I
1: when I welcomed you back. I just heard a little uh, uh. Oh, I'm oh,
2: yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Confirmed. TV, by the way, I, I've, I do you read all the emails on the email chain
0: we have going around? Cause you know, you rarely ever
2: comment on anything, so I don't know if you
0: just like, well, just since,
2: like eh and got time. Well, ever since it's been
0: drowned in Bitcoin talk and crypto talk, I've been I've fallen away a little bit, but you know. I, know, always I used know to he's at there. the very least until it became a Bitcoin forum, so. <laughs> Should we have crypto and
1: non-crypto chains now so that JB doesn't lose his mind? Well, don't get me wrong. I have
0: nothing against <laughs> crypto personally. I'm just not in a position to be investing in it right now, so, you know. It, I
2: honestly it still no Save it for a wedding. I still
1: don't like the idea of calling buying crypto investing because I would never tell someone that wants to invest money to buy a single cryptocurrency. Personally, I would tell people that are interested in gambling. And, and find the subject and find cryptocurrency interesting to do so. Uh, like uh, To me, any at this point still, anything I put into a cryptocurrency, I assume goes to zero. I, I've already spent it as far as I'm concerned. So anything else is a
0: bonus. I, I remember Just- you were very anti it when, when it first started to bubble into the, into the listserv. Yeah, I remember I was
1: anti it or anti at least getting into it back in like episode whatever it was, uh, 13 or 14 of this program, uh, four or five years ago when it was like nine bucks. And boy, do I wish I bought just like five bitcoins then or something. Yeah. Don't we all. Don't we all. Um, But anyway, what's going on, guys? I have no plan because this show is unscripted, unplanned. What's on everybody's mind? I can say what's on my mind. What I'm drinking. You're right. See, this is why you're here. Because I'm already drunk. I drank half this beer already, and it's, it's uh, what, 6.5%? I'm a lightweight.
0: I, I really want to say, because I'm showing off tonight, I actually have two drinks. Ooh, big man takes a few months off and wants to show off to the world with his drinking prowess. Exactly. So I've got a, a Victory, a Black Forest Stout, local brewery, if you guys aren't uh, familiar with it out on the West Coast.
2: I'm not. Uh, I used to drink Victory of uh, Penn State yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, it's pretty old.
0: And uh, I got a little uh, glass of Talisker 10, you know, Isle of the Sky, just to keep me going.
2: Pretty old, JB. Yeah. Come
0: on, man. For those,
2: for, for those wondering, yes, JB
1: is an 85-year-old uh, black man wearing a, a, a sweater <laughs> with patches on the elbows right now.
2: <laughs> we met We met it when he was shining shoes at a local subway station, and we said, come with us. <laughs> hey, you like Liberty? Learn the ways of Liberty. What an adventure
0: liberty. story that would be. <laughs> Do
2: you guys know if
3: they still make Gold Crown?
2: Gold <laughs> Crown? Is that whiskey? Gold Crown is... I no. They haven't made Gold Crown since we bought all of it up and used it yeah. in college. Like Gold I think Crown is literally the, it. the worst gone.
1: beer anyone has ever had. It tastes like piss. It's. I think it was literally, I'm not joking, like $4 <laughs> for a 24-pack. 4
2: <laughs> Oh, no. Right there, we we got one worse than that. America's we best. We to find Gold Crown again because it was at least serviceable. American? And, uh, no, even worse. I found one when I was doing our beer buying called Royal Crown, and I was like, ah, it's in the same gold cans. Maybe it's <laughs> a, maybe it's like a sibling of, of Gold Crown, but it was so bad. It was literally, you buy a case of them, and you'd open them up, and you'd pour them, like we'd use them for beer pong, pour them into the cups, and the beers would be different colors. Wow. From the same case. I, I shit you not, they would be like, that one's a light beer. That one's uh, a robust ale. It was like what the f- I don't even know what the fuck they're so putting you know in It's worse
3: than regular Gold Crown. One night we didn't have anything to drink and like the stores were all closed. I remembered there were a few Gold Crowns like in the freezer and they were totally frozen. So I boiled boiled up some water through the cans <laughs> of Gold Crown in the boiling <laughs> water so I could uh, melt the ice and be able to drink
2: them and that was awful. <laughs>
1: Basically, if the word crown is in your beer, yeah. you should probably say what.
2: But a true, but you know what? A true, uh, a good tale for the, you know, the indomitable human That's strength right. that exists within you, Howie.
1: I do want to mention, by the way, I mentioned the name at Brickstone Brewery, uh, our good friend Kyle Evans, who sent us these beers. I want to encourage you all to go check out BrickstoneBrewery.com and check out his stuff because I'm enjoying this APA so far. How's the uh, – was it the forbidden the forbidden wheat you got, Brian? <laughs> yeah, it is. The for, the <laughs> These beers are working, That's Kyle. We can't say a for damn word meat. over here.
2: It's... <laughs> no, it's damn yeah, good. So I, I, I am enjoying this. Much, Kyle. This is flavorful. Really is really an APA
3: it. like an IPA? I have no idea. Now
2: it's like India one. Pale Ale versus American Pale Ale. American Pale Ale is nowhere near as just oh. like bitter.
0: Yeah, there's Let's less hops, that. a lower yeah. hop profile. They would say.
2: Yeah, what do they call it? There's like that monitoring thing that they rate shit by IBUs. IBUs, yeah, it's lower on the IBU scale. And they may they make it in Illinois, that bankrupt shithole. There you go. That's Public a transition. A Democrat, for you. Yeah. Are
1: we transitioning to talking about Illinois? <laughs> What do we? Tra- oh, about shitholes? Uh, shitholes. <laughs> so we haven't talked about shithole gate, have we? Because that would probably be normally something you'd cover on uh, ELL with the current event stuff. But um, you had to. Yeah, you, normally, but yes, I had a the hoopla. The you hoopla, had to so. have an hour and a half throw down drag out. Not really. I'm exaggerating very much. So, with uh, Owen Benjamin, he's he's throwing down and dragging out with with the fucking world. But I fucking love it. The dude is straight fire.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was entertaining. I
1: enjoyed it. I'm I think what I what I enjoyed the most of it, if I can say so myself, is uh, the uncomfortableness of having to have to friend your friend as, like, not the worst person in the world uh, while also, like, <laughs> agreeing. While still disagreeing yeah. with him.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Know, difficult. It,
2: it puts you in a very awkward position. You
1: can just say I completely disagree with <laughs> them, but I know it's hard. Like to me, it's terrible. It's terrible, and so pervasive that anybody thinks that it's okay to give fucking hormone blockers to children. And he thinks that. So to me, it's hard to not judge somebody. But I guess what if you pulled fucking ten of our progressive friends out here, our mutual friends, uh, you know, half of them would probably agree. Oh, it's a, it's a person's right. I don't know. Oh, so totally. you know, we'd have no friends if we weren't friends with people we disagree with.
2: Right. Exactly. And it's it's going down the road of the concept where you go, I'm not going to damn someone as a friend, which this is, I mean, I'm not going to be like one of those goddamn progressives who throws out friends because they disagree with them on a uh, uh, one key issue. You know, there's, there's greater abundance to the friendship. There's greater depth to the friendship than that. And more issues to be discussed. You know, if one person doesn't like one thing and you disagree greatly on one thing, to say, well, they're no longer my friend. I can never view them. Unless they're like, I fuck babies, you know, Well, regularly. that's next. And that's like, what well, you guys talked you, about. You fuck That's what's babies? coming next. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. But in general, like, just because he believes it, and he has his reasoning behind why he I'd believes I'd love to hear his cause reasoning because we it's... never
1: got into that on your well, interview
2: with him. I No, we, I didn't get into it with yeah, him. I'm, I'm going to project upon – didn't really upon...
3: challenge that statement at all. Like, it –
2: it's well. It well. It was. We didn't really get into it in my show. It was like one of those things that was lost in the conversation, and I didn't stop to halt to like attack that point because you know when you're just having a conversation, there's stuff you'd say. Okay, well, you mean to talk about, it, but then you get onto something else where you respond to. it. Well, luckily,
0: place. Owen Benjamin so, wasted no time in well, attacking it. I, I think that was good on your part, uh, Brian. It, you should have let him talk and it gave him his his time to say what he said. Right. And now we yeah. can dissect it. You yeah. know, if you were interrupting and shouting him down, then. We wouldn't have anything to talk about now, would exactly, we? Exactly, man. It's and good it's to also give people like, a platform so you know exactly what they think, so you can formulate, you know, a proper response. Right, to it.
2: and also it's just there's no. And I said this in the forum today. We were talking a little bit about it in the Owen Benjamin episode. Like his, you know, he is bombastic. He's like in your face. You know, this is it. And if you don't like it, fuck you. I, for me, I'd like to I'd like to talk to people about it. I would like to, I'd rather have a conversation, even though it's impossible ninety percent of the time when dealing with progressives. But if I can, I'd rather have a conversation and try to find some middle ground and move from there, rather than being like you're an idiot, you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong, because that's even if you're right. If you take that tact with people and you're like, "Fuck you, you're a moron," they're immediately going to go, "Well, I I'm just gonna, I'm going to disagree with you." In general, just as a rule, because you're coming at me in that fashion. It's like an automatic response of that rebound effect of this being like, you're attacking me, so go fuck off.
0: Yeah, I've never known that to work.
1: It is an odd thing to hear uh, Brian be the one in the conversation who's trying to reel in his uh, more bombastic, (laughs) more outrageous uh, discussion. uh, I don't want to say opponent, partner, whatever. What do you call someone you talk to? (laughs) Your partner in conversation. I've been podcasting for four years. I have no idea what guests are called. Oh, they're called guests. There you go. There you go. A breakthrough. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like similar to I got a lot of criticism uh, and praise, but a lot, some criticism uh, for my interview with Sam Cedar, uh, you know, about a year or so ago, who's a progressive who, uh, you know, he has had a lot of debates and conversations with other libertarians. So I thought it would be good to bring him on. And I didn't bring him on as libertarian Sam Cedar. I didn't bring him on as, and I never introduced the show as this is a debate about. Libertarianism—it's a conversation, and when you have a conversation, part of that is letting someone else talk. I did challenge him in certain areas, but I didn't want the like almost everything he said I disagree with. So, and I mean, there's there's a few areas we sort of agree with in principle, but then when you get into the nitty gritty, you're like, wait a minute, we don't—we're not even talking about the same thing here. But you know, the point of—I have an hour on the on Skype with a guy. I'm not going to spend it all doing. Nitpicking about every single statement. I want to hear what he thinks, and you know, challenge a little bit. But generally, it's about letting the guests talk, and we have other forums to talk, like here, like in the Lions of Liberty forum, like in the bonus segments. We'll do one, another one today uh, for Lions Liberty Pride members. We have tons of forums to let ourselves get our opinions out. So I, if I'm going to lean towards letting the guests get more of their opinions out when they have when they're taking their time to be on my show or our show, you know,
2: right as it as it should be, or unless it's announced ahead of time, like look. Uh, if you want to come on and you believe this, we can we can have a knockout. Sure, and I'm open to doing that too. If you want, you know and that's fine. But you know that wasn't my point with Jake right. or Owen. And you know Owen's a guy I'd been wanting to get on the pod for a while, so I was glad this triggered. It. And now you know we had a good time. We talked forever. I mean, we talked for a like your two best hours, friends. including the bonus segment, <laughs> just like you yeah. drafted him for. <laughs> <poor. laughs> and now we're pen pals. So uh, so yeah, he, he's carving you letters on yeah, was, a wooden was, tablet that he just chopped down a tree. He's carving carving my name into his stomach skin. I <laughs> hope. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho,
1: <laughs> That call seems like Ryan. a good transition. Oh yeah, I was trying to transition to shithole. That's right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk. Let's talk some, some shitholes. Oh, I, I just it. think it's like the all the reaction to this is so so fucking funny, man. And I you know, it's like I was listening to Dave Smith's pod the other day, and and it just was. I was cracking up because he made a good point. He goes, you know, if you said any of these asshole Americans who are like, you're like, how how dare you call Haiti a shithole or any of these places a shithole? If you're like, okay, look. Bad news. Your company's transferring you to Haiti for like three months. You know how long until the oh, word shithole comes oh, forget up? Forget that. Uh, imagine about someone in
1: LA being told they're being transferred to Alabama. They would call it a fucking shithole. Right? Yeah, yeah. They would. call I've heard these things. They look so down on other parts of the United States. But if someone suggests that another country is a shithole, which we don't even know if it's true, by the way, but whatever. A side note. Let's just assume it's true because whatever. I can totally see him saying Wait, it.
3: We don't. We don't know that if haiti is a shithole or not
1: <laughs>
2: we don't know it's, if it's true we don't know if trump said it is what we don't know oh okay I never- well, at least the uh, at least the shithole got a good washing a few years ago oh boy but i bum too soon t-
1: to the extent that haiti is a quote-unquote shithole and i'm not saying you know i i want to accept haitian immigrants who are trying to find a better life and, and flee a place that's difficult it's for several reasons most of which is because the united states has propped up monarchies and shitty fucking governments there for years notably so well, not not just Clinton. I'm going to say Clinton because they did a bunch of stuff. But in in the Bush administration, the first Bush administration, even my dad's in the military, he went to Haiti on a, a mission uh, that he's only able to speak about in, in very small sound bites. But you know, they were supporting bad governments there for decades. So you know, if you're looking at, at answers for why certain countries are, are rough off economically, which means they might look like shitholes in certain places, you can usually point to U.S. foreign policy and meddling, and a lot a lot of the times, or a, a shitty government of their own on their end. The-
3: the Clintons are are especially guilty, though, of after oh, stealing time. millions of dollars after the disaster there. Just, you know, funds that people thought were going to go and help these people. Well, they just, yeah,
2: them and Wyclef, Well, they John. also put regular Haitians
1: out of business by flooding the country with... Did, did Wyclef Probably. steal funds from Haiti? Yeah,
2: he was down there doing a bunch of shit and, like, you know, raising money for them. And then there's all sorts of lawsuits because they're like, uh, where's the money, was, Wyclef?
3: Wasn't he going to run to be president there or something, too?
2: That's what he oh, said, I don't yeah. got
1: your money. <laughs> I spent a
3: Actually,
2: considering the fact that he raised all this money and then stole it, he would have been a fantastic president. There was also why uh, should go on Felony Friday to talk about this.
3: Hillary's good friend that got arrested trying to uh, smuggle children across the border there that they her State Department got released.
2: Well, but that... who was that? Was they
0: tried to smuggle children. You would know about that out if out you listened TV. to our pizza gate. No, episode. we were we. T- we spoke about this. I, I don't think yeah. you were part of the PizzaGate. Was conversation. name no, no, like Laura
3: Silsby or something? I'm just
0: that, that does actually sound right. If, if, Laura if Silsby, not, I believe if, that's it.
3: If, Laura Silsby, If you're someone yeah. else and not this woman who is stealing children, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've <got> a bad. <laughs> I mean, name. there might be more than
1: one. Don't just go, you know, yelling at every Laura Silsby. But.
2: Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's probably be. more than one. Let's see Laura Silsby drop she... out of the pride. God damn it. She was a $25 yeah, member. Yeah, Laura
1: Silsby was convicted of, like, a child smuggling through a uh, a Haitian charity connected to the Clinton Foundation. Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Now we did discuss then, that at length.
3: Hillary's State Department got her out of jail.
1: Yes. We discussed all this in our Pizzagate episode of Conspiracy Corner, again, exclusive to Lions of Liberty Pride members. I encourage you to check it out. There's more to this stuff than meets the eye, and it's not necessarily related to pizza, but it is related to some some weird stuff, that's for sure. I, I can't even talk. That was like the, the weirdest episode I ever had to record. It, it, I felt dirty even talking about the, the kind of stuff we were uncovering in that one. I
0: did feel dirty, too. I went in with a steadba- steadfast disbelief and came out Meeting like six. Yeah, J- I
1: like JB on Conspiracy Corner because he's like our, our resident skeptic. But by the end of most of them, except for Flat Earth, by the end of most of them, he's pretty much on board.
0: because <laughs> there's truth to Earth. a lot of this
1: stuff. There really is. A lot of conspiracies are around for a reason. Flat Earth, I don't know why it's around, but you know, mostly to you know give us it's not rotter. <laughs> <laughs> Shut oh. up, up, but up champ.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, so JB, what are your what yeah. are your thoughts on Shithole Gate? Well. I certainly think it's overblown, most certainly. But I mean, it's not nice. It's definitely not nice. <laughs> no one's going to argue you know, it is. It's just kind of like adding fuel to the fire, and it. I'm kind of conflicted. Actually, no, I'm not conflicted. I don't care <laughs> because these types of things are. That's right. I don't care. These types of either. things are said all the time in closed doors. All the time. It was a closed door situation, and I was thinking about like, yeah, maybe the president should have some more decorum intact when dealing with you know foreign nationals and you know other nations being our head of state and all which is why i'm kind of conflicted but i can't honestly say i haven't said things similar to that or worse to that behind closed doors knowing that it won't be on record to come back and bite me in the ass on twitter and abc and cnbc and all these networks that are taking this as an advantage to you know just put another black mark on this president, and I frankly think he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He does we, enough legitimate terrible shit that we don't need to continuously make up and overblow things. I think that's my position think, on it. Bert. I think
3: this stuff. I think he does it on purpose. I think it's a distraction. I think there's like well, real things going on. The media. You think you did that on purpose? Just,
0: meaning, you think he purposely leaked this? Which I did hear it, to kind of rile I, up I his mean, base I mean, because be, be, his between, base would like something that,
3: like that between that and the tweets and things i think they're doing a lot of stuff behind the scene that don't have to do with these nonsense outrages and no one's paying attention to what is actually going on or what actually matters
0: well i'm asking you and do I've, you think he did this on purpose meaning he said this with the sole intention of it getting out to have some type of you know purpose i, I just ser- nebulous ser- political game i, ser- gain I purpose certainly type think it's. Thing
3: certainly think it's possible.
0: It's possible. You don't think it's true? Yeah, I could, tr- I could buy that. Possible is kind of wishy-washy. Tell me if you think it's, well, yes or no. <laughs> I I just want to see where you stand. I'm re- really uh, curious JB, I'm, you I don't think you stand.
3: I'm not saying this in particular, but a lot of the crazy tweets have been coming out recently. It's my opinion that I think a lot of this is to distract from some other things like the uh, over-year-long investigation that's been going on by the Inspector General of the Department of Justice and the FBI um, some things Congress has become privy to some of that today and it sounds like it's a big fucking deal and a lot of heads of uh, these federal organizations might be getting in a whole lot of trouble and I think they've been doing a lot of this stuff kind of quietly because the media is so focused on oh he called Haiti a shithole did you see what he tweeted he said this and that and it's just all this nonsense I mean I'm Granted, it, right, it 's not the best thing to say, but you know he's just talking to a bunch of scumbag congress people yeah, it's <laughs> the like, type of
0: stuff I get over really quickly because ultimately it doesn't matter there's like the stuff so that much does more matter it matters nothing
3: this what matters is him helping the Saudis fucking commit a genocide in Yemen. that matters. no one gives a shit. they don 't yeah. care if you bomb shitholes or starve the people in a shithole, they just care if you use bad language.
1: Well, you know why progressives and uh, people don't care about that is because Obama started that, so it's just a continuation of a policy, so if you if they want to go down, now most of them probably don't know that, but if you want to go down that rabbit hole, it doesn't lead to Trump is bad, it leads to the system is bad, it leads to the, this is consistently bad, and that's not a conversation most of them seem to be willing to have. Uh, I did have success getting a friend of mine to actually admit, because I broke it down, I talked about the Yemen thing and how, look, the policies that matter, uh, Obama was either worse or they're basically the same. Like, immigration's actually, you know, rhetorically Trump is worse but statistically Obama was worse so the policies aren't that different and he's like you know no th- you're right the the reason i hate Trump is because he's an asshole he's a piece of shit he's an p- asshole and i don't like it. His- and it's his-. so i'm like yeah so it's a personality thing he's like yeah i'm like cool that stuff's never going to bother me i mean I'm- like, personality stuff is not what's going to get me riled up one way or another. It's the fucking laws that gets passed, the uh, the presidential dictates that come through. That's the stuff I'm going to look at and care about. Uh, personality stuff is, is a bullshit sideshow. Who cares?
2: Yeah, but remember, like, you know, when George W. Bush got elected because people were like, oh, you know what? He's, he's like a it. It's like I could get a beer with him. It's like that should not be something that you consider when you're electing a president. But that was a – like, I remember that stat coming out or that, that factoid coming out in the 90s. Where that's what people really liked about him, and they voted for him based upon that, just because he seemed
0: like a guy they could get a beer with. I was like, and they said Al, Al Gore so was a uh, stupid saxophone, you know, wild womanizing ways. It's it is it's, it's popularity counts to a certain extent, but generally, this is why Trump is so. Grading to people normally the president being the quote-unquote head of state is also somewhat of a, a figurehead of America and people want to look at that person as someone who's likable like a kind of Captain America ish figure. Imagine if Captain America was a huge fucking asshole and everyone hated him. It wouldn't matter how many yeah, Nazis he punched that. in the like, face. Like, I would love like it. Tony
3: I love <laughs> like Tony Stark. Yeah. You mean like Tony Stark? Yeah, that's it's basically okay. Tony Stark. To be Captain America, you have to be, America, so much, have to
0: though, be strong people... and likable. Likeable is important to people. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying anything. necessarily yeah, it that should that be. should be the case, but it most certainly is. Yeah.
3: It, Any, I agree with you. It's awesome that he's. Sorry.
2: No, no, it's, it's awesome that he is get that he is making a mockery of it because I, I made this point like a while ago. I think it's ridiculous that people are looking to the president as like I want my president to represent me and represent our country. Represent he's like you shouldn't he shouldn't represent you. You're your own person. There's no reason that you should be viewed as this godlike figure that that speaks for all Americans because he fucking doesn't. So stop pretending that he does. Stop pretending that Daddy is going to go out and uh, stand on the front porch and make your house look nice.
0: I think you're seriously like underestimating the human nature and the n- the necessary feeling to have a chief and someone who you know will take care of you. Like we should go into this in depth one time about like what my thoughts about like human evolution and sociology kind of blends into why we have the type of societies and governments we have this it's is like part and parcel the, the place with how is now the human i just species opened another functions. beer you, you we need that figurehead it's kind of like that alpha male type of thing with social group creatures and that's what the president is and
3: it's it's a big lie though and it always has been. well it, it, it always has been cur- and cur- it always
0: is it, it even is in wolves and monkeys the alpha male well, can get its his throat ripped out if every other male in the pack decides to turn on him, but no one ever does. There's a reason that yeah. they don't, though.
3: Because the curtain never gets pulled back like it's being pulled back now. I love whenever these politicians are exposed for the corruptness and the just everything about them. They're this All of these offices should be made a mockery of. No one should listen to them. No one should look up to them. They are now and have always been pieces of shit. Yes. And we shouldn't yes, be 100% correct,
0: them. Howie. Exactly. But they're it's human they're nature built to serve to a function.
2: So. They should not be viewed as godheads. They're fucking functional. They're supposed to just be serving a function, and that function is to serve citizens, not be viewed as this, you know, like you're saying, this alpha male tip of the spear that represents all of America in these matters. I think
3: they're supposed to represent us, not steal from us and screw us over and fucking just feed their own power and ego.
0: I just want to make it's- perfectly clear clear here, guys. You do understand that I agree with what you both are saying 100% correct. No, no, I know. I'm just saying that's just not how people work fundamentally.
1: Yeah, but it's more fun when we pretend to argue. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so, all, we're like, all having we're, an intellectual you, conversation. If, if, if you guys haven't noticed with the years and years that you guys have been doing this, you are pushing a rock uphill. And that hill is like human nature and kind of like ingrained. This is why, this is why what What we all seem to embrace and think is so simple and clear is actually kind of muddled and difficult. Absolutely. No, I agree.
3: I don't understand it because I'm a human and it's not my nature and yeah, like, but what the fuck is wrong with people? It, human <laughs>
1: nature doesn't mean every human. It
3: means exactly. like
1: 70 to 80% of humans and there's always exactly. going to be outliers and people that are different. But you're you're there is a statistical a lot of anomaly.
0: Nature. You're something I would disregard from my data set and publish we all my are. Paper. It makes <laughs> no like, difference. Well, and
2: It's also gotten worse because the proliferation of television where you see the president constantly, everything they're doing is on display. Now people, re- it reinforces the identity of people saying, oh, he is out there representing us. I see him doing it i'm watching the speeches i'm seeing the photos i'm seeing everything documented so it's becoming worse not better over time
0: no i think it's definitely gotten better we don't think he was ordained by god like we would have in like the 1500s who well, <laughs> was the, president well, in the 1500s as to when the country originated
2: <laughs> though people weren't looking to the president as like He's the man who's going to take
0: care of all of our worries. Oh, okay. you know, he's I, I the best you guy in the now. world. I They're, thought you just meant yeah. general like ruler type of interaction. Oh, no,
2: not, a, not as opposed yeah. to like Japan's emperor or anything like that.
0: They think yeah, he I mean, is God. Is that right in Japan? Not ordained by God. Like, the emperor is a god. Is that I, correct? The, and the like, emperor is a god. 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 Although,
2: did he abdicate the throne? Was he like, guess what? I'm not God anymore. Got to go I don't fuck know, some hookers. Brian, <laughs> they
3: tried to like uh, put a lot of that on George Washington, but he's like, nope, nope. Just a dude, I'm right. leaving, it, I'm going home. But the people wanted exactly. him. Exactly. People that's, wanted that's him to be, to like JB saying, they wanted him to be this big thing, and he wouldn't do it.
0: And he rejected it, like, like he should have. Yeah. Well, he's a man of principle that we don't get very often.
3: Never told a lie. So is Donald <laughs> Trump. I also love.
0: Uh,
1: I heard some people at work today. As you know, I'm in L. A. So everyone at work loves Obama and loves you know that side of things and hates Trump. It's just it's just the way life is for most people. And uh, I heard somebody say, "Oh man, you know David Letterman has this new show, and his first episode he had Obama on, and all I could think was." man, I just miss you. I miss you so much. I just wish you were here. And all I could think was what the fuck do you miss? A personality on TV? What policy do you th- was different that you love so much that is so different now? What do you fucking miss? Do you miss a fucking genocide in Yemen that he started and helped the Saudis begin that is now continued under Trump so there's no fucking difference there? Do you miss his mass deportations? His deportations that were way higher than they are now? What do you miss? Tell me what you fucking... I didn't say any of this, by the way. I'm just saying it to you guys because I just don't... I avoid conflicts yeah. at work but yeah. do you miss, do you miss
2: it his ramping up the racial did, tensions though. in America do you must, appreciate his, have his been department the of justice abuses it must abuses? have been
3: his awesome economy <laughs> How about, maybe
2: they missed the constant spying that he allowed to happen and put into place and then lied to all yeah. of America. Remember when the greatest yeah. spying program of all in the world history was uncovered under Obama? Anybody remember that? Remember when he
1: fucking dealt dealt weapons to drug cartels? Does anybody not remember this? Remember when he overthrew a, a dictator, a, granted a dictator in Libya, a bad dictator, and now they have fucking literal slavery of blacks in that same fucking country because of the people and the chaos that was created from that? Anybody remember this? No, they don't because it's not on fucking CNN.
3: Seems like fake news. Bam. Weren't there some fake news awards recently? That seems like
1: something we could talk about right after our commercial break, because Brian McWilliams here has some few words to tell you about today's sponsors.
2: Hey, guys. You might remember that I recently said that this is the libertarian moment and that we need more people to stand up and run for office. Now, if you're tired of watching Liberty erode and you plan to stand up and run for office, I want you to call on a team that has over 20 years experience, Global Alliance Communications. They specialize in data analytics, identifying and mobilizing voters. They offer live voter outreach, data acquisition, compliance, recorded messages, text messaging with full social media touch points and teletown halls. Campaigns of all types and sizes are encouraged to reach out, and you can find out more by visiting their website at www.gacigroup.com or email info at gacigroup.com.
3: I'm sure you guys saw the uh, Trump tweeted out the link to his fake news awards the other night. It was he posted on this GOP website, and for like an hour, I was trying to read the article, but so many people are going to it, they like crashed the site. So, but anyways, surprise, surprise, I couldn't believe that uh, Paul Krugman actually got the number one biggest fake news piece. And, you know, the rest of them were a bunch of nonsense bullshit stories the media's put out this year. But the, I think the biggest thing to me was this article I saw today saying how Trump's fake news was a bunch of crap because – we retracted those stories pretty soon afterwards.
2: <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah, because the damage isn't done, and all these fucking idiots don't instantly believe. And then also, you know what? I, I can't stand that when they're like, well, you know what? We corrected it later. It's like, doesn't matter. Because, like, look like at Joy Reid, for example. She is maybe the biggest imbecile on television, but she tweets out to millions of followers regularly completely false Did information. Did you see
1: what she said about David and French, I- by the way? No. Yeah, you no, know what I'm talking that's about. What I was just thinking about what did tell us? I don't yeah,
0: know exactly. Maybe, maybe the audience yeah, doesn't no, know. You what talked it, about it, Mark. I, I, I skimmed
2: know. the article, but well,
1: David French is like an economist, kind of like maybe he's been on the Tom Woods show. He's kind of like a, I would say like conservative, libertarian-ish economist type. Yeah, yeah. and um, basically, uh, jo- Joy Reid said to him that um, let's see, she that it would be he that David French believes that it would be he would be okay with nuclear war if it kills Democrats and minorities. That was what she
2: said, All right? That's her word for word. No, that's not We're word for word. I'm trying to find the word for word. was on your... <laughs> I'm oh, so worried oh, about okay. that. That's well, David that was, French that saying sens- what you, you got. You basically got it. You basically got it. And what David French's article was actually about was trying to tell people, look... Uh, you know, nobody wants nuclear war, but you'll probably be okay. Like it's gonna, you know, if they hit the city center, even if it hits dead center, if you're in your house, go in your basement. It's not like in the movies, in Terminator Two, where it just vaporizes everything. If you have a lot of walls between you, if you're in your basement, you're probably going to survive. Really, unless you're directly under the impact. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've heard and that. It,
2: th- that was the point of the article.
1: Wait, so we don't need to worry about nuclear war? <laughs> well, no, 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 no.
2: Well, <laughs> you clearly do. But you still like there's like, oh, and because he's talking about like ballot. New York
1: and L A, that's where she's taking it to like. Well, you must not care about Democrats right. and minorities.
0: Yeah, I was reading it's something right. about and, when and, we it, dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki that some people like got away with no burns because they were wearing like extra pairs of pants for Christ's sakes.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, like if you're not right in the center of it, you're not. I mean, there's like if there's stuff between you and the blast, it's more the radiation. Yeah, that the gets radiation. You eventually. Yeah, it's not even the initial blast. So just wear and, sweatpants. Uh, and let's we're also remember animals. the <laughs> Japanese like paper walls. Let's be uh, <laughs> let's be cognizant of that. Oh boy.
3: So I podcast They're for- pretty,
2: but they're not good in a nuclear attack.
3: I podcast from the basement, so if DC gets struck with a nuke, I'll be down in my basement bringing it to you live still.
1: Don't worry. <laughs> the, well, liberty. I'm sure internet service <laughs> will just remain the whole time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But 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 tying it to the point I was trying to make, though, it's not just because that's the thing. It's not it's like the misreporting, but it's also because in the age of social media in the age of Facebook, people just read the initial stupid headline or the comment and they retweet it 20,000 times before anybody goes, hey, hold on. That's all bullshit. And that shit doesn't it doesn't disappear when you retract it. It's still up there. The headline's still there. The story is still being shared. People still see the misinformation for days and days, and they believe it, and then they don't bother to ri- to it's read the. It's all about trash. the headline. They're they uh, doing PR they for a living. People, I know this. They
3: know people just read the headlines, and a lot of times they'll have the truth in the article, but it's like ten paragraphs down, one line. Like, well, yeah, actually, at blah, the
1: very blah, blah. bottom, Editor's How many correction. days did like CNN and the media at large mock Trump for suggesting he was spied upon uh, during his campaign and during um, his lead up to uh, being sworn in? And, uh, you know, now that's a it's essentially a fact. I mean, maybe he wasn't wiretapped in the way that he like, – it's not a literal fact. Like, that's the thing with Trump. He doesn't say necessarily literal facts, but he says things that are generally true. And what most people that criticize it don't get is most people in real life will tend to flow where things – where they see things as generally true. They don't care if Trump builds a wall. They care if Trump is on their side. And he shows he's on their side by saying things like – I built a wall. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They need to feel he's on our side. So when he says something that's generally true, like Obama spied on me, maybe he called it wiretapped. But we now know Obama spied on him. How many days has there been headlines saying Obama spied on Trump? I'm going to guess zero, except maybe on Fox News or something. Well,
3: we're going to be hearing a lot more about that now that the Inspector General report is coming out. The Congress was – well, first, the Intel Committee was given a classified report and they voted today to disseminate it to the whole Congress. They're like, all Congress people need to know what was going on. And Congressman uh, Matt Getz, I think his name was, was on TV tonight saying what he read is like, so shocking. He wants this all to be released to the public immediately. This is the biggest story going on. And we're going to find all about how Obama spied on his political opponents with this made up. Russian nonsense that they created f- with the steel dossier that they paid for.
1: But how he dances animal. on Ellen, and it's cool with David Letterman, so why should we care about this stuff?
3: Well, we'll see if people do even do care when it comes out. I mean, shit, I thought when the Edward Snowden revelations came out, people would actually give a fuck, but apparently not.
2: No, apparently not. And I, here's my question. If Obama gets ousted and it really, it really uh, comes out and he goes to jail, which prison gang does he join? because he's halfway halfway. halfway. <laughs> will he go to jail? Oh, I felt like he will not go to jail. some type of like lifetime
0: immunity or something like that. And they pro- I'm sure they do. Well, they somebody to, else they, is going yeah, to pardon them usually. I jail. bet yeah. Trump
1: would pardon Obama. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even joking. Like maybe he not. No, would. he yeah, not. He probably would. wouldn't. that a would be tone. that would
0: be bad optics Despite for his base, so probably would.
1: It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he did it on the last day. Maybe.
3: He he shouldn't pardon Hillary though. She wasn't a president. He
1: wouldn't do it while president, but he might do it when he's on his last day of his last term. Wouldn't what, shock Hillary? me. Would not shock me.
2: Well, whatever. Her prison is going to be the most luxurious prison <laughs> in the world, anyway. You know, it's going to be like Earl. Patients like around the world the will just beg to live years. in Hillary's prison. They already do. They already do. <laughs> gonna be, That's Hillary. Haiti. You're going to be in the most beautiful burlap-lined cell. Yeah, uh, it'll be wonderful.
3: Will they have spirit cooking in her prison?
1: Tell you damn right they will. They'll smuggle in a spirit cake for. Her. Oh God, learn I learn because no because you cookie cookie clearly haven't sentence? listened to our pizza yeah. cake conspiracy corner episode. Go me. back, God, Brian. You got to join it. the pride
2: so you can get access to all this audio. Ah, shit, I got to pay in. <laughs> I join the pride, but yeah, it's like just the whole big. I mean, look, the, look. We don't even need to go deeply into the whole Russia thing because that's just so insane. And then, oh, you know, some of the false news. I'm looking at these. The one where, oh, I love this story the the fake news story where CNN edited the goddamn video of Donald Trump and and uh, the Japan Prime the Minister fish, yeah. and it says that Donald Trump like he dumps the, the fish food out into the lake and it, it, what like an a idiot. complete dickhead and then, and meanwhile the Japanese Prime Minister did it yeah, first the same way because that's how you feed those fish <laughs> uh, yeah that's how you do it it's just so crazy but but anyway the whole Russia thing still is going on there's still nothing there and this that's been going on for fucking an entire year today there's today, mean, my God. today they were
3: saying that like russia funneled money to the nra to help trump right <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see the correction on page 10 of that next
1: week you, you know what the sad part of this is i want a combative media i want a combative populace that's combative towards the president so i like in part of me like wants to like this but it's it's so non substantive it's so distracting it has it's all about personality and fucking literal fake news a friend of me got mad because i used the term fake news the other day he's like don't use that term i'm like hey idiot cnn made that term up (laughs) trump just fucking took it like that's how fucking he does that's how he rolls like you know he'll take your term and spin it back to you and and they are fake fucking news so is fox news like everyone hears you know someone i say everyone i'm talking about people that live in los angeles which is mostly progressives um they will. They will. You hear you say the term "fake news" and say, "Oh yeah, you're against CNN." I'm like, "No, I'm. I'll use it for everybody." Fox is fake too, but you know they're not the opposition party right now, so they're not smearing the president. So that's not what I'm talking about at the moment. It was definitely the other way with Obama, although I don't feel like it was this extreme.
3: I work in such a different environment than you. Like some people I work with have President Trump's like picture on their desk.
2: <laughs> I can't even picture a human being like that in my life. That's- my <laughs> God, yeah, he's not an attractive man.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't trust anyone uh, that has a picture of any president in their house really, to be honest.
2: It's such a random thing. Like I'm gonna put up a picture of somebody I don't know. Maybe if you met him and your friends, even then <laughs> I don't have any pictures of my friends busts around my house. <laughs> You know. Uh,
0: you know like, I have Brian McClame's busts right above my, my wall. computer here. It, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just I was just saying that I, I just you guys know I recently visited Turkey. And yeah. there. by the way,
1: congratulations. I know it's been a few months, but I don't think you've been on the show since you've been engaged. So, a public congratulations to Jamie. Oh,
2: thank you. On being engaged. He's not married. Yeah, yet. no, no. Yeah,
1: that, uh, yeah. 50% chance it won't even go through. You, but had,
2: to tell, you had to tell for what? You're like, hey, congratulations. You did to tell what Yeah, he's inc- I said for, for being engaged. For no, you well, didn't. I, you
1: were talking over me when I said it. So, <laughs> the
2: tail of the tape will prove that. Anyway.
0: Lions Liberty Party in Turkey their, their for that founder, wedding. But anyway. Uh, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it.
1: I can't. I, he's oh, he's the, actually uh, my guest. He's the, my the guest next
0: week. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> been dead for a while. He was okay, the so founder of the Re- Tur- Republic of Turkey.
2: Simba. Simba I'm pretty Simba's sure day.
0: almost, like, probably 80% of Turks have a picture of him in their house. The, the hero worship it was kind of startling to me coming from my American perspective. But...
2: I I mean, how many people do you think have George Washington pictures? Though I'm sure, but people that's do. that's what like, I said. People.
3: We have a we have a picture of George Washington in our lodge, but that's just because he was a Mason.
2: Of course, he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair though. Like, I was inside a Mason's lodge recently, by the way, and Howie was not lying. Their rape room is. Was, quite nice. <laughs> was a picture of Howie up there? <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of everyone that's been raped oh, in there. Man.
1: You son of a bitch.
2: And the secret tunnel
0: out. Mm. I don't think Beautiful. you were supposed to divulge. Lined that with velvet. I don't know
1: why you saying raped brought this up, but it, I just I just remember the funniest part of your interview with Owen Benjamin was when he <laughs> talked about people, his comedian friends who aren't represented by anyone. They got nothing better to do. They're perfectly willing to go hunt down people like just like Weissman and <laughs> cut his skin off his face. <laughs> like, his face okay, off. yeah, yeah. All that then. started to get
3: a, that went a little
2: too far. No,
1: no, that's when I thought it got really yeah. good. That was the. That, Things
2: are really, really escalating was the, That was
1: the best part for me. I'm Dude, gonna...
3: you know what, though? I was way more uncomfortable listening to the last League of Liberty podcast. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> we Let's oh not go – we won't yeah. go too far into it because that is exclusively for not only Pride members but uh, people who support any of the League of Liberty podcasts, which include Lava Flow podcast, uh, Johnny Rocket Launchpad, or We Are Libertarians. I won't give anything away uh, in too broad a sense, but let's just say – Things between Mister Paxton and Mister Spangle got—I don't think "contentious" is even re- remotely close to a strong enough word.
3: Catfight fight, me really. Lion fight in my car. I was just listening in my car, and I felt uncomfortable. You're like, kind
1: of. You stopped the car and slowly creeped out of it. <laughs> slowly <laughs> backed away. You're like ah, I'm going to go in the Denny's have a coffee. <laughs> By the way, I just went into my other beer, yeah. the Forbidden Wheat. I, I really like this one a
2: lot. I like the APA, but this one, yeah, this one's really my well, my favorite of the first two so far. So. I just opened the APA, and uh, I also am a fan, but I'm also a guy that I'm I'm a I'm a, not a dude who likes many hoppy beers, but they say the APA is actually good. as as far It's as very hoppy subtle. It's not I'm like not super like, hoppy. Yeah, it's not like punch you in the face. But uh, yeah, I really like the. Uh, I do have a hop skip
1: up next, panel. so I'm guessing that one will be a little hoppier, But I'm you know I'm open minded.
2: I'm just gonna hear Marco. Damn! Happy, <laughs> it's hopping in my mouth. All right, what else is going on in the world? We got another maybe ten minutes or so of oh, main well, let's, show. I got, we got to talk about. We got to talk about uh, the Jordan Peterson, oh. which I don't know. I don't know oh. if JB or how he has seen it yet. But my God, I'm Jordan orgasmic Peterson right now. On, just thinking
1: back to that video.
2: It was so so good. I'm trying to think. Was it a British? Show it's Canadian. Or it a I'll, Canadian I'll, I'll, show? I'll find. The, I mean, the link will be
1: in the show notes. LionsLiberity. slash three thirty one. But I just. I think if I just yeah, if I just Google Jordan Peterson murders, I think I'm going to find it because <laughs> he murdered this woman. Okay, it didn't come up
2: with that, but <laughs> it was it, it was embarrassing how he just destroyed. He kept his calm so so much. This woman clearly went in as all yeah, cause you know all at this point. All the media is essentially progressive except for Fox News, who's too conservative. But this one had a clear agenda, and it was to attack Jordan Peterson on his anti, quote, anti feminist views for her standpoint and anti trans views and all this shit. And she just came at him with all these stupid gotcha phrases and, and like misrepresenting his own points to him. And he just laughed it <laughs> off and go, no, I didn't say that. Here's what I said. And here why, here's why it makes perfect sense. And at one point, she literally he said speak. something back to her. I can't oh, remember no, I, I'll moment,
1: tell you what it was. But he she, said, this is after 20 minutes of her, Like every time he'd say something calmly, she'd say, so you're telling me women are just never going to make it. He's like, no, I didn't say that.
2: You're saying women are too yeah, stupid like, to be yeah, CEOs. Like, no, he's like, no. Like every time, I know. Never so calmly, <laughs> and but
1: he said something that actually I think did hit her at home. He said, no, I think we need to encourage people to – like basically about the transgender thing, why he um, – suppo- he didn't refuse. So he clarified too. He's like, so you refuse to call anybody what they want to be called. He's like, no, I never said that. I said that when the Canadian government is going to pass a law stating you must call people certain things, I'm not going to abide by that law as a law. I'm going to oppose the law. He's also said, I will perfectly respect anyone who comes to my classroom and, and says, like, I want to be called sh- and he wouldn't necessarily oppose that. But he's talking about the idea of making something like that law. There's respect. I don't care. If someone wants to be called her, I'll call her her. Like, if she, if, you know, whatever. I don't care. But on a level of law. I
2: will, I will, I will too. I'll, but that wasn't what he stumped her on. No, no, that's well. I'm, I'm, my build Mark, up to it. Mark, <laughs> if someone wants
3: to be called oh, okay. he or she, that's fine. I'll yeah, that whatever. Like, if someone wants me to call them one of those made up, like, 70. No, no,
1: Zers. I'm not doing Zer. Oh, yeah. I,
3: I, Shim. I refuse. I will not do
1: that. Exactly.
2: No. Call me Cat Smurf. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I identify exactly. as sexually. No,
3: you can he, he or she. Take <laughs> your pick. Cat Smurf McWilliams. What's up?
2: Two choices.
3: <laughs> no, he basically said, "Look,
1: the reason we have to allow critical speech and and speech like that is because that's the only way you can you can progress on ideas and get to the bottom of things." And then he what he, what stumped her is he said, "You know, you are using your freedom of speech right now." Like I, he's like, "You're you're offending me. You're trying to offend me. You're you're saying things about me that aren't true. You're strawmanning me. So you're using your ability to offend to try to get at the bottom of something." And he says, "And oh, I, yeah. I encourage you to do that. That's that's what we need. You know, I don't agree with you, but
2: yeah, that's your right." And he said, yeah, exactly. and "She just was, Oh, God.'" Uh,
1: it's like thirty seconds of silence. That's exaggerating. Maybe ten seconds of silence. She but
2: seriously stopped. She's like she stopped and couldn't. And think then of he anything just laughs and goes, like, "I got
1: you so there." You and she goes, "Yeah, you did get me there." He's like, "What can you I'm say like, to you that? What me. can you, you say to me. that?" <laughs> I will post a link to that in the show notes, though. It's like a thirty-minute video. It starts off kind of painful, but the more you see him just remain calm and just like calmly just destroy everything she says, it's just it's brilliant. I think he. She, I don't think she came around on her point of view, but I think he did get her thinking a little bit towards the end,
2: which is. Well, I was reading this whole like there's some some page I was reading because a buddy of mine that's definitely liberal and a comedian posted the video and I couldn't tell if he was posting it like, look at this guy (laughs) or like, hey, this is interesting. But I went to the page, some meme page, and people were like 90 percent of the people coming into it that are on this page. They were like, wow, like, you know, that was really interesting. And I don't know if I can I can find fault with anything that he's saying. And the only people that were really attacking it were these assholes that were like, like, oh, he's just he's just an idiot. He's a moron. And and people were like, well, OK, why? Why is he a moron? Tell me. And they could. They're like, well, I don't have to tell you. He's just a bigoted asshole. So I think he actually with that interview is reaching a lot of people because it's so blatantly obvious that the arguments coming back against him are just based in hyper hyperbole and gotcha and uh, sensationalistic crap that. It's hard to refute what he's saying.
3: Make people think again.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. There you go. You should trademark that
3: one
1: like Odie just did with uh, Make Liberty Great Again.
0: (laughs) Pay up, AP! I imagine he did this all. (laughs) I haven't seen the video yet without calling her a bitch a thousand times and he did not threaten he her not. life no nope. i yes. i imagine it was cool is, calm and measured and it's so good i can't recommend highly enough watching this. I'm gonna. he was maybe charismatic maybe things you know to you know make people actually want to listen always, to your he, words you know, and not immediately <laughs> shut off those types of things he always comes across a little i just like, said the
1: link don't watch it now because we're recording a podcast but
0: I I wouldn't call
2: Jordan Peterson charming in any way, but he is he comes across as very collected and very very intelligent and uh, and knowing what he's not a
0: raving lunatic. But he's not
2: somebody like he's very good. He's not winning anybody over as far as like you know. Yeah, he doesn't come across as a psychopath, but he's he doesn't. He's not like a, a charming. He
1: guy. wins people over with like l- his logic and reason on certain things, but not through like I'm look at my charisma. But I, in, in a way, that is charismatic. It's a, it's a different kind of it charisma. Is.
0: Yeah, you're you're, you're very yeah, you're true. narrowing the definition a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like charisma Scott
1: comes Adams. in different forms.
0: Yeah, that's- he has, charisma. Like, doesn't have to I be as shallow charisma. as you're defining it. That's true. I that's I
2: I've lived my life on that shallow <laughs> version of charisma and, and living off that charisma. <laughs> That's me, winking a smile, baby. (laughs) It's got me where I am today. One thing I want to get into
1: before we wrap things up here is I want to give an update on the progress with the Lions of Liberty Pride because our next goal is to hit $1,000 a month. And I'm hoping to hit it. It's, uh well, it's, it's let's see. It's January 18th. when We're recording this. It'll be like the 21st when you all listen. Hoping to hit it by February 1st. I know that's a little, uh, you know, a little bold, but we're going to be bold. It's 2018, and we're blowing the fuck up this year. You know, we've been running some great ad campaigns. We've been getting a lot of attention. Our downloads have basically tripled from about a year year or so ago. So we really are blowing up, and we're going to keep doing it. And we want to encourage people to join the Pride and let you know our progress. So right now, we are taking in 74 $746 a month and our goal is to get, let's see, another two hundred and fifty-four dollars in in monthly pledges by February. If we do that, it will trigger several things. I will buy a plane ticket, and so will Howie. Hopefully, so will Brian. So will Odie. We're all invited to Pork Fest. So hopefully, and and we will use funds for that stuff. So that's the first one we're going to book up is Pork Fest because Roger has Roger Paxson is running Pork Fest. He's cordially invited us to be there, and uh, you know and I think- you better
2: goddamn believe I'm taking some of the funds from our patron program and I'm buying a t-shirt cannon and I'm <laughs> we in <will. laughs> you know, the,
3: the last day of the last day of oh life. we will be t-shirt
1: um, cannon if you want to see a t-shirt cannon at Port Fest shooting out lines of liberty t-shirts Join the Lions of Liberty Pride today, lionsofliberty.com slash support. Um, I'm very excited about that, I, I and I will promise I will try to do another blooper reel as well, uh, even though it's painstakingly hard, to, but uh, I will do that as well. That's my promise. If we hit $1,000, I will go back through some audio and make another blooper reel. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. There's other events we'd like to go to as well, just the sooner we get to that $1,000 level and the, the sooner that uh, we continue to, to grow and take more money in, uh, the sooner we can book up other stuff. So I'd love to go to the Libertarian Party national convention that's in New Orleans this year. Um, I would love to go to Freedom Fest in Las Vegas. Uh, the more, and we're not just going to go there. You're not just going to pay for us to go have a good time. You're paying for us to go there and uh, record some podcasts. Hopefully, do some live streams. Obviously, we got to, and obviously, a lot of that involves new equipment uh, equipment to record on the road remotely, equipment to stream with. So it all depends on on the support we're getting out there. And we are, I think, uh, overwhelmed by the support. Really, I mean, if you told me two years ago we'd be taking in like uh, monthly pledges like this, I would be disfloored because we didn't. Even have a, a plan to do that back then. I didn't even know how to like set up a PayPal link or a, and we also now have a cryptocurrency link. So we will soon have a donation page up there. Can we plug that, Brian? Think that'll be up by Monday? Yep.
2: I'm going to post the links. I will have them. Then it up by the time go to lionsofliberty.com. So if you want to donate crypto, if you want to
1: donate crypto or you don't want to join the pride, but you want to make a one time PayPal or donation or something like that, you can go over to lionsofliberty.com slash donate. We'll have all that info for you. So. That's the last thing I got to say. Anybody else? Uh, we have a few, we could do five minutes of uh, last words, whatever wanna, you want. I
2: want to do one, one more quick thing. I don't know. We could do this in the bonus, but I think probably it'll be more applicable for the wider audience. But I posted this in the pride. Did you see now Michigan State? They've got this doctor who is working in Michigan State and just molesting the living shit out of like hundreds of gymnasts over the course of years. Michigan
0: State, I thought. I thought that was the, the doctor for like the national team, like the Olympic team. I don't well, know. that's what he went on to. Oh, do. he went on yeah, to. Went so went on we're talking about that, the same guy here. From Michigan State. Okay.
2: Where where a lot of kids were still going through, young people were still going through because, you know, and using him as their doctor. So he was, yeah, he was complicit in, in uh, molesting kids while at Michigan State. And I was just curious to see if they're going to, you know, Rip down their whole gymnastics program and suspend their scholarships and tear down their statues and, uh, and you know, do all that kind of shit. Take away wins from the gymnastics gymnastics team for this this man who was clearly associated. And this one's a cut and dry case. Motherfucker pleaded guilty, unlike Jerry Sandusky, who pleaded innocent.
1: And is innocent, most likely. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What am I supposed to think about that? It's, it's horrific.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still kind of. I'm still digesting the. It's the fact first that I've heard of it. So I'm. I'm yeah. yeah I, I don't well, I. I've heard of it, but I. I didn't know he was at Michigan State before. All I heard was that he. He molested like actual like or Olympic gymnasts. But it, it, as as far as Michigan State's uh, blowback from that, I don't think any of that's going to happen.
2: Well, I'm sure it won't. But it just makes you as a Penn State uh, alumnus. It makes you very very angry.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: After what happened to us, just makes you so pissed off. And then there was silence. Brian's always the first to call out any amount of silence. If you if it's quiet for a second,
1: he's gonna.
0: It wasn't. Say it. it was an awkward second. I felt it. He, he's <laughs> no, the I first felt to it. Say it. <laughs> I, I have the same. And now I have to keep it, it in because
2: it. we now we're talking about it. And this is, you know. Yep. Now <laughs> it has to be kept in. All right. So what are we wrapping this episode with? Then <laughs> what well, we what do we always wrap it with? Our our catchphrase. We will.
1: I. I. I you know. I want to remind everyone, of course, to listen to Brian McWilliams this coming Wednesday on Electric Liberty Land. You got. Do you know what you got coming yet, or is this going to get a wing? This one. I do. I do know what yeah? I've got. Want to preview this. that? So
2: next to this coming up uh, this week is I'm going to have R.J. Martinez Remzo from the Remzo Republic. He is going to be on with the one and only Roger Paxton from the Lava Ooh. Flow, and we are going to be talking about the latest Star Wars movie. I think enough time has gone now. We're you know, if you, see, you should have seen it. So we're talking about the libertarian themes. And I will say, this movie, I'm not going to reveal what it is, but has the most libertarian line in any Star Wars Ooh. film to date. Ooh. I'll have to think about what that is. I don't Hands remember down.
0: them saying taxation is
2: theft. I'll, I'll tell you guys... In maybe we'll touch on star
1: wars thoughts area. in the bonus too we'll see we'll see who knows what we're gonna yeah. do i don't know what we're gonna do we're gonna find out in about 30 seconds because that's when we're gonna still be recording with each other and still be talking on the bonus show exclusively for lions liberty pride members so uh click on over to Podbean to listen to that if you're a pride member if not Go join the pride. What are you waiting for? Send us to Pork Fest! Until next time, guys, until this Wednesday with Electric Liberty Land. Of course, don't forget John Odermatt this coming Friday with his weekly look at the broken criminal justice system on Felony Friday. Until next time, guys, live love!
2: This is Chris
1: Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at WeAreLibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at WeAreLibertarians.com.
2: Hey, everyone. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is liberty. Each week, we strive to bring you the best guests and talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at JohnnyRocketLaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty rock and roll.